Hello everyone, welcome back to the Social Mindset Podcast. My name is Eno Akwan. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the aftermath update of the Lekki Massacre that occurred on Tuesday, 20th October 2020 and how our government has continued to embarrass us. Last week, we touched on almost everything. This week, we are going to do a quick run-through of what happened the week following the massacre. Do not worry. The response of the government to this tragic event is exactly what you would think. The very next day after the incident, Wednesday 21st October 2020, the Inspector General of Police, Mohamed Adamu, ordered the withdrawal of police officers attached to very important persons across the country, with the exemption of those in government houses, the Senate President and the Speaker of the House of Representatives. The Lagos state government suspended all government activities and declared lockdown for 72 hours in view of growing violence in the state. The governor had earlier visited the injured protesters at the hospital where they received treatment and stated via a broadcast that there was no record of fatality in the controversial Lekito Gaza shooting on Tuesday. I don't understand what's so controversial about that. It was a protest for human rights. How is that controversial? So you don't want us to be alive? Lagos State's Governor Jide Sangu Olu confirms two people had died as the result of the shooting. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Around 1 a.m., the Nigerian army took to their official Twitter handle and denied deploying soldiers to attack NSAR's protests. Who defied the imposed curfew and peacefully assembled at the Lekki Togate, the recent and intense investigation conducted by CNN. The army were indeed present at the Togate. You see, on Tuesday, 22nd October 2020, in an interview session with Arise TV, the governor of Lagos State, Mr. Babajide Sangwo Olu, said that the curfew initially imposed for 72 hours could be lifted partially within 24 hours to allow Lagosians restock on food and critical household items. When asked who ordered the removal of CCTV at the toll gate and the switching off of the lights, he said, Nobody ordered. There were the security of LCC on the ground. I called the security of LCC that night and because of the curfew, they took off the installation. That camera you saw is not a security camera. It is a laser camera that picks your number plate. The security camera is still available. The managing director of LCC does not have reporting line to me. Eh? He also said he had not talked to the president after the massacre on Tuesday evening. He also said that he had not talked to the president after the massacre on Tuesday evening. Later in the evening by 7 p.m., our president sympathetically addressed the country in a nationwide broadcast. He also said he was pained that innocent lives were lost. You don't mean it. Honestly, you really, really do not mean it. By saying all those executed in the name of NSAS protest, I am indeed deeply pained that innocent lives have been lost. These tragedies are uncalled for and unnecessary. Tell me more, Captain Obvious. Our president made it clear in his speech about how he felt. He said the promptness with which the federal government acted in meeting the demands of the NSAS protesters seemed to have been misconstrued as a sign of weakness and twisted by some for their selfish, unpatriotic interests. The devil we know, right? Same week. Same week. Instagram apologized for the malfunction of their algorithm. 
They said, yesterday our systems were incorrectly flagging content in support of hashtag NSARS and marking posts as false. We are deeply sorry for this. The issue has now been resolved and we apologize for letting our community down in such a time of need. Oh, please. Say it with your chest. We are bigots. Speaking of useless, on Friday, 23rd October 2020, the Lagos State Governor Baba Jude Sanwo Olu said the Lagos State Government is working towards stabilizing things across the state and rebuilding through verification of victims and has called on youth leaders to lead representative for judicial panel again with the calling. Feminist Coalition, a non-profit organization and one of the leading supporters for the NSAS campaign, informed all financial supporters of the campaign to stop sending funds to the group while also revealing plans for the remaining donated funds. Now, that's transparency. On Saturday, 24th October 2020, the Nigerian police took to their Twitter page and said that the Inspector General of Police, M.A. Adamu, has ordered the immediate mobilization of all police operational assets and resources to bring an end to the wanton violence, killings, looting, and destruction of public and private property and reclaim the public space from criminal elements masquerading as protesters in some parts of the country. <laughs> oh, wow. On the same day, after a long absence since the day of the Lekki shooting, the former Lagos State Governor and the national leader of the ruling All Progressives Congress, APC, Bola Ahmed Tinubu, reacted to the outbreak of violence during the curfews after the Lekki incident. I didn't go anywhere. I am a Lagosian and I still hold the title of Asiwaju of Lagos and I am still a Jagaban. Fake news is all over the place. They say Sheyi, my son, was kidnapped and was chased. But look at him. I didn't pay a penny to bring him here. On Sunday, 25th October 2020, Lagos State Government announced that it will be prosecuting 229 suspects who allegedly took advantage of the NSAS protest to vandalize and loot public and private properties in different parts of the state. The former House of Representatives Speaker Yakubu Dogara was looted in just. An eyewitness said, they broke into the house of the former speaker and attacked everyone, including Dogara's brother. And they are currently moving anything they see. In the process, the invaders moved several items, including bicycles, tricycles, furniture, electronics, and other valuables out of the house. The level of misplaced priority is astoundingly high. It's appalling. It's embarrassing. Look at what they're focusing on. It gets worse. On Monday, 26th October 2020, our senior special assistant to the president on media and publicity, Garba Sheo, issued a statement on behalf of the president and explained that the president decided not to speak on the shooting incident until he had access to all the facts. How generous, right? The National Broadcasting Commission, NBC, fined Nigerian media houses, including AIT, Channels TV, and Arise News, claiming they used unverifiable video footages from social media to cover the NSAS protest. 
steal the same day the local Sherlock and also the Minister for Works and Housing, Mr. Babatunde Fashola, discovered a hidden camera at the Lekito Gate Admiralty Circle during an on-the-spot assessment. On Tuesday, 27th October 2020, Lagos State Judicial Panel on Police Brutality commenced and adjourned on Friday, the 30th November 2020, due to petitioners not being available. Who would blame them? Most of them are dead, but they know that, don't they? Later, Lagos State Governor Babajide Sangu Olu went on CNN and lied through his teeth the entire time saying that the Lagos state government would ensure that anyone found guilty in last Tuesday's shooting at the Lekito Plaza would be held accountable for their actions. Hello, sir. Ah, I know you're blind because of old age, but the culprit is right in front of you when you look at the mirror now. Ah, sorry, yo. And also your right-hand man, the army, they are right next to you. You can always arrest them. It was clear as day. A week after the massacre, Amnesty International accuses the Nigerian government of attempting to cover up the Lekito Gate massacre. At this stage, both the army and the governor were already denying the occurrence of the tragic event. The army denied any involvement, describing reports of the incident as fake news, before backtracking and saying that soldiers were present but fired their weapons in the air and used blanks but not live rounds, which in recent investigation have shown that they used live rounds and fired in the air and also at protesters. I blame Trump for all this rubbish, yo. Fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news. Ah, the army also said at the panel hearing that it was the governor who called the soldiers to the scene because the police were overrun. On November 14, during a judicial inquiry into the shooting, an army representative, Brigadier Ahmed Taiwo, said, There is no way officers and men will kill their brothers and sisters. I repeat, no way. We have those who constantly seek to drive a wedge between us and between the citizens of Nigeria. And yet, here we are. On November 15, the Nigerian army stated that the Lagos state government did not inform the army of the change in curfew time from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the day of the Lekki shootings. The Nigerian army also said that they were not happy that the Lagos state governor, Babajide Sangu-Olu, denied inviting them to help restore law and order at the Lekki Togit during the NSAS protest. See the way they are saying it as if it is a birthday party that they are attending. Okay, fine. Ah, he didn't give me invitation to come for the birthday. On a totally unrelated or probably related note, the judicial panel of inquiry in Lagos State denied the request of the Lekki Concession Company, LCC, the operators of the toll gate, to take back possession of the toll gate. Huh? What is going on? As if trying to cover up the massacre is not bad enough, they try to deny us our freedom of speech. Last year, protection from Internet Falsehood and Manipulation Bill 2019 was introduced, otherwise known as the Social Media Bill was introduced. This bill is sponsored by Senator Mohamed Sani Musa, APC Niger East. The bill passed its second reading on November 2019. Now, with recent events being as they are, the government has decided to bring it back up again in their various steps of misplaced priority.
We all know what the aim of this bill is, but in case you do not, if passed into law, the bill seeks to prevent falsehood, manipulation, and counter the effects of such communication and transmission to sanction offenders with a view of encouraging and enhancing transparency by social media platforms using the internet correspondences. The president of the Nigerian Bar Association, NBA, Olumide Akbata, who stated that the federal government's plan to introduce regulation of social media after the NSAS protests are suspicious, seeing as social media is already regulated. Also, that the Nigerian governors are well within their right or the power of the law to set up panels of inquiry to determine if SARS went beyond their boundaries to violate the rights of the citizens. You see? After they murder us, they try to little mermaid us too. <sighs> it's sickening. On 9th November 2020, the Socio-Economic Rights and Accountability Project, SERAP, and 261 concerned Nigerians, civil society and media groups queried the legality of the court injunction asking channels AIT and Arise TV to pay 3 million naira in fines, each over their coverage of the protest. How do you sanction free press? How dare you? As God works in mysterious ways to establish wonders. He did. On November 6th, in an attempt to offer more support to businesses affected by the violent demonstration, the Federal Inland Revenue Services, FIERS, disclosed that it is set to grant more tax palliatives to Nigerians to cushion the ensuing negative impacts. At this point, you would think nothing surprises you anymore, right? During the ongoing protests in Nigeria, mobs of citizens have out outrun several government-owned warehouses and looted food meant to be distributed during last year's coronavirus lockdowns. The coronavirus pandemic intensified hunger for many of the country's extremely poor, who number close to 83 million, which is like 40% of the population. Do you know how greedy you have to be to hoard food as if the killing and deliberately starving the Nigerian people was not enough, they started freezing their accounts. The court order from the federal court in Abuja on November 4th permits the regulator, CBN, to direct six commercial banks to restrict 20 bank accounts of prominent protesters' accounts for 90 days pending the outcome of an investigation underway at the Central Bank of Nigeria. Some of the accounts were blocked before the bank sought the legal authorization on October 20th. On November 14, 2020, the Federal High Court in Abuja was petitioned by 16 persons who participated in the NSARS protest in October and had the accounts frozen by the Central Bank of Nigeria to unfreeze their accounts. Well... That's it. I don't have anything else to say. As you can see, our government, the Nigerian government, has continued to showcase its color both home and abroad. It has proven that wherever you are, whether you're home, your outside home, it will embarrass you. It will humiliate you and kill your people. It will silence you. It will try to little mermaid you. But one thing they will never do is succeed in doing that. We will stand against injustices so long as the world keeps going. And we will stand against the government of Nigeria. We will bring them to justice for all the murders that they have committed in the past and in the present. They will be judged according to the laws that governs Nigeria. I am so sorry to all the victims of the NSAS protest. Your country has betrayed you, but no longer will it do so.
Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And I hope to have you back next week. Stay safe out there and remain blessed. Bye.